It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. You're listening to the Sharks Audio Network. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. NHL free agency, one of the busiest times of the year for an NHL front office. Sharks GM Mike Greer met with the media to discuss the slew of activity that came with the start of free agency. Uh, good afternoon, Mike. Thanks for uh, thank you for doing this here. Um, when did the, 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 uh, the Duclair trade sort of come together? Was that... Uh, fairly quick coming together, or was that something you guys have talked about? You and Bill have talked about for a while. Um, over the last couple of days, and you know, we actually talked about talked about him a little bit at the deadline. So, uh, you know, he's a player that I think is uh, brings a little bit of a different element that we don't have here um, on the roster with his speed and goal scoring ability and uh, the way the pace of play. So, um, you know, we had some good intel on him about the character and the energy he brings and all things like that. So. Um, I think it kind of started back at the deadline where we discussed him just a little bit and, um, you know, it kind of came, came to fruition over the last couple of days. What are your, what are your expectations for, for Anthony for the season? Do you figure he, he fits into your top six pretty, pretty easily, I guess? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, it's someone who scored, scored, uh, cons- pretty consistently, um, the last few years of his career. And like I said, he's shown that he can play with play with pace and play with good players and produce. So, uh, you know, I would say he's going to have every opportunity to, to be in our top six. Is he, cause he kind of, you mentioned it too, but kind of fit the identity of, you know, what you want this team to, to sort of look like uh, in the fall. And, you know, he's the player that you maybe look at trying to keep long-term. Uh, I know he's going into the last year of his deal, but uh, how do you kind of see him uh, you know, fitting in long-term or if, they, if, if that's the case? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still kind of early to tell, but, you know, it's definitely um, kind of a feeling out period for, for us and for him to see if he likes it here and see how it, how the fit is and for us to see how he fits in with the group. But, you know, with his age and, and like like you were saying, um, you know, the speed he plays with, you, we want to get faster and we obviously need to replace some goal scoring with Timo gone. So, uh, you know, he checks a lot of boxes for us. So he's someone that could, could grow with us down the road, but... Um, like you said, we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes, and we'll kind of cross that bridge when we get there. You know, I got a couple other questions, but I'll, I'll step aside after this one. But um, your goaltending right now with McKenzie and, and Capo is that is that the tandem you figure to have going into camp? Uh, at this point, that's that's the plan. You know, uh, I think competition is a good thing. Um, you know, I've I think uh, I've seen Blackie at his best probably in Jersey and. He's a goalie with a lot of potential, super athletic and big. And, um, you know, there's not too many goalies in the league that have the athletic traits that he does and the ability that he does. So, um, you know, we're excited to have him and, and uh, you know, to get him healthy and ready for camp and, and have him compete with Capo for the job. And, um, I got to give Capo a lot of credit. He's he's put in the work and committed to 
make some of the changes that uh, he and Spearsy and Navi kind of uh, started implementing at midway through the season. I think he's continuing to work on that in the summer and, and put in the time to, to get better and, and kind of refine, refine his game. So um, I think it'll be a good competition for those two. And, um, you know, like I said, it's uh, I think competition makes everyone in the organization better. All right. Thank you. Hey, Mike, uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, on the question uh, with McKenzie, um, he's dealt with a decent number of injuries the last couple of years. Are you, are you feeling pretty confident about his health? Yeah, we are. You know, we we uh, checked his medicals and, you know, I talked to Blackie, uh, you know, soon after the trade was made and he's he's doing great. He feels like he's had some bad luck with some injuries, but, you know, I think he's doing it. He's someone who, when you guys meet him, you'll see he takes good care of his body about uh, you know, his nutrition is pretty high on, on the list for him, what he's putting into his body and things like that. And I think he's he's gone into yoga and Pilates more um, over the last couple of years to kind of help with his, uh, you know, hopefully avoid some of those soft tissue injuries that he's had. So um, we're pretty confident that he'll be in a he'll get, be in a good spot here when camp starts. And I know he's in a, he's excited and in a good frame of mind. Looking at the uh, Kyle Burrell's contract, couldn't help but uh, draw a comparison with the Matt Benning contract from last year, uh, you know, longer contract of term. And Matt obviously worked out well for you guys in terms of having maybe more upside than maybe people thought, played more minutes than he had before in his career. Can you kind of see Kyle in sort of the same vein, kind of stepping up and playing more and being counted on more than maybe he has been for some of his career? Absolutely. I think... Um... You know, Kyle has a lot of these characteristics that we're looking to bring into the organization. And, you know, Quinny and the staff did a good job and the players did a good job buying in and kind of building things up here and and changing the mood and the culture around the the, the dressing room. And um, I think Kyle's someone who will come in and, and will help with that and keep help us keep, keep building and growing the culture. So, um, you know, he's going to get probably, uh, like you were saying, a pretty good opportunity to grow his game and you know, he's got a lot of intangibles that he's he's kind of someone who's, you know, fought the odds all the way up. And now he's he's made himself in a full time, you know, NHL player. And and we're excited to have him. And I think we think he's going to bring a lot to the room. Can you give us an update uh, in any sort of way of how Eric Carlson trade is coming along? No, nothing new there. Sorry. Can you say if there's closeness or anything like that or no? No, there's nothing. It's all quiet at the moment. Nothing going on. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. JD? Um, wanted to ask about Fabian Zetterlin. Uh, you know, of course, brought over and part of the team of Meyer trade. Uh, how important or how easy was that contract to get done, uh, especially, you know, being one of the qualified players? Um, yeah. You know, uh, Pep, Pep and I have a good relationship, so we were able to get it done in, you know, a uh, couple of days. Um, you know, I think we're just excited to have Fabian back and in the fold and have him have a good summer. And now he's had a taste of San Jose. I think people often forget the the human element of the game. And I know for myself, sometimes uh, it can be hard on you when you're when you're traded, you know, physically and emotionally, um, especially when you're going from your first team to your second team and you're leaving a team that's kind of in the playoff hunt and all that stuff. So I know it wasn't easy for Zets, but uh you know, he's excited and we're, we're super excited uh, to have him back and, and to watch his game kind of grow. So, um, you know, all good on that on that front. And then with Cal, he's the last of your uh, the RFAs that need um, any uh, kind of the status on his potential contract. Um, 
No, we, I mean, we queue out them and uh, I think uh, we're just waiting, kind of waiting to see, see what's going to go on there with him. And uh, so we've had, we've talked to his agent a little bit, so it's kind of just ongoing discussions. All right. Uh, thanks, Mike. Thanks. Go back to Curtis. Mike, I know you, you mentioned uh, uh, last week or uh, just recently that you, you don't want to block the path of certain some of the young guys in the organization. You're hoping to kind of see what they can do with, at the NHL level. Do you, you still feel that's the case? You know, after the moves made today, that there's still those avenues available to, to some young guys? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, there's still definitely room for these guys and, um, you know, for them to grow. And if they show us they're ready, to be NHL players, you know, there'll be spots for them and room room for them. We'll make room and make sure they have a path to play and, and keep growing and producing. So um, none of the none of our guys are blocked by anyone, um, and we think that's important. Uh, you know, we brought in some guys to kind of to plug some holes a little bit, but we also feel like we have some flexibility to uh, to allow our guys to earn jobs and training camp if if they show up and they're the better player. You had, you know, Giovanni and, and uh, Kyle Burroughs, too. Obviously, you talked about them. Uh, how important was it to, to bring in those players and just to add that element that that those guys can bring? Yeah, I think the character is important. The energy that they play with is very important. Um, you know, I, I think we needed a little, you know, at times we felt like we needed a little bit more energy in the room. At the same time, um, you know, all the credit to the world, to the guys for competing and showing up, you know, throughout the season, but there were times where I thought we were, we weren't hard enough or needed to be a little bit harder to play against. And I, I think Giovanni and Kyle bring a little bit more um, grit and, and hardness to the group. So I think they're, uh, they're good adds to what we have here already. There's been some speculation, maybe that teams have inquired about uh, Logan and his availability. Um, I don't know if you want to speak to that, but did, did you and Logan have a conversation again about, whether or not he wants to to remain in San Jose as you guys go through this kind of transition process, I guess. Uh, we have not. I mean, Logan's uh, everything I'm looking for and the organization's looking for in a player and a person. Um, he did a great job leading the group last year. Um, I know it wasn't easy for him uh, with all the pride he has um, and the things weren't going well, but he's a great leader for our group. He's a great person. And, um, you know, I'm super excited that he's he's our captain of our hockey club and he's here to set the example for for our group, but especially as we start integrating younger players in, into the mix. Maybe kind of the same for Tomas, too, in that respect. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Tomas is he's one of the leaders, uh, someone that all the players look up to. And, um, you know, for I know for him personally, he wasn't satisfied with his season um, and. You know, I think you probably saw some of the Instagram stuff that's already posted. He looks great and he's putting in the time. And I think he's uh, he's ready to have a really solid bounce back season and, and get back to the player we all know he can be. I know you, you just talked about Eric there and his his situation. Um, now that the draft's in the rearview mirror and, you know, maybe most of the most of the free agency stuff appears to be uh, finished as well. Um, do you put more attention or more more of your your focus on to a, a possible trade, knowing that you know both sides are kind of motivated at this point. I mean, it's something that's kind of it's, uh, something that's kind of continually being worked on. Um, I wouldn't say it'll it'll get more focused now than before, but it's kind of something that you know we've been working on, and you know Eric and his camp have have been working on, and the teams that, 
that have shown interest on that we've we've had some dialogue so um you know i think it's uh it's just kind of a work in progress here and we'll keep chipping away at it how how for you personally just your second trade trade deadline as opposed to to last year how how is this uh for you maybe just to uh you know just kind of take us through your day i guess or go post the last season um you know for me personally i'm i'm probably personally a little bit more prepared um our staff was uh our staff i have to give them credit last year they did you know they did a good job it was all kind of you know pieced together they didn't really know necessarily know me or what i wanted and you know it was kind of a quick quick rundown at the draft and then you know we had basically had one day when we got home to try and get our you know ducks in a row and you know, they did a good job identifying, you know, guys like Sturmey and, and, and Benning, things like that, that we were and Luke Cunning, guys that we were, you know, we were kind of able to add to the group. So um, those guys did a good job last year. This year, I, I just think we're, we were probably a little bit more prepared, but and at the same time, we didn't quite have as much to do um, probably this year as we did last year. Right. Um, you got started Def Camp coming up on Tuesday. Uh, what do you want to see from 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 these guys, or, or coming in, you know, to hoping to make a good impression? Um, you know, what do you want? What do you want to see from those guys over that over that you know, over that camp camp uh, time? Um, I just want them to kind of get a little taste and feel of San Jose. Um, let them know and feel start to feel like they're a shark and a member of the organization, and and to have fun and enjoy it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, this is hockey in July. Um, you know, some of these kids, especially the kids that ju just got drafted, have kind of, you know, they probably haven't trained too much. They've been on the kind of the the circuit between the combine and the draft and trying to enjoy their experiences with their family and friends. So I just want them to come in, enjoy it, have fun. Um, you know, when they're on the ice, compete, um, compete. Uh, but um, the older guys are the ones that should be setting the example. They know they know what we're looking for. They've been here before, so um, I expect those guys to kind of come in and shape and and lead the way for our younger guys. But um, you know, as a whole, just like to get get the group together, enjoy being around each other, get some start building some friendships and relationships, and uh, you know whatever where the teaching points are for the day, whether that's on ice or off ice. Hopefully, they can learn a little bit and take that uh, home with them to their to their. Uh, other teams is patty marlowe going to be putting them to the paces uh all today? <laughs> i think patty would be out there so uh <laughs> it'll be good it'll be good for him uh i think patty's excited i think i'm excited to have patty out there and i think it's uh i think it's great for the, the prospects too to be able to have someone like him out there to pick his brain and get some tips and pointers from and i know he really enjoyed being on the ice last year i think it was maybe only a day and a half or so i think he really enjoyed it so to have them out here for the whole camp this year is is uh is pretty big for us. All right, thank you, Mike. Yep, thanks. Chang, uh, Mike, just uh, wondering in terms of uh, yesterday not qualifying, no Gregor. Uh, what uh, went into that? You know, Noel had a nice finish of the season last year. Yeah, I mean, Noah did well. Um, you know, I just think he he didn't overall. He didn't really fit what we were we were looking for. It was kind of an up and down season for him. Um, you know, he did produce late in the season, but, um, you know, he just probably wasn't necessarily what we were looking for. Um, good kid. Uh, we wish him the best. I'm sure he'll, he'll find a landing spot and uh, hopefully things go well for him. 
Uh, in terms of uh, what you are looking for, I mean, you know, did you kind of touch on in terms of sort of the pace that a guy like Duclair might bring or like the sandpaper that uh, Burroughs might bring? Are those a couple of the key elements that you're looking for in most of your players? Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, that's the identity we want to have. That We want to be fast-paced and, and be competitive and in-your-face and hard to play against hockey team. And, you know, I think we've started to kind of lay the foundation for that. Um, so obviously more work to come, but, um, you know, I think we've kind of over the last couple of years, we've added some guys that kind of fit the mold and what we want to be. Uh, you also added uh, um, Ryan Carpenter and, and Scott Sabrin. Uh, of course, they're on two-way contracts. And so, of course, they'll be competing for jobs with the Sharks. But if they do end up with the Barracuda, um, what do you expect them to bring to the CUDA? Um, leadership and professionalism. Um, I think they're they're good, good, solid vets. Um, play the game the right way. They carry themselves the right way. They practice and train the right way. So, um, you know, we have to kind of keep insulating our young players down there. Um, and let them show what it takes to be be a pro now. Um, you know, a lot of those guys last year was their first time going through this in the American League in professional hockey. So we just got to keep surrounding them with the right people. And, and with those two, we think we did. And are you on the lookout for anything else uh, particular uh, rest of free agency here? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll keep our eye open and see, uh, you know, if there's any bargains out there. Um, I think we'll we'll keep our eye open. I think we're probably set on the back end, but you know, if something um, becomes available up front or, or anything, I think we're always open to try and make the roster better and improve the team. Okay, thank you, Mike. Thanks. Uh, with development camp next week, is should we expect William Eklund to be there, even though he's rehabbing? Um, I think Eki will be here. I don't. I am not expecting him to to be on the ice. He's still rehabbing, but he's coming in to to be with the group. Um, kind of get checked out a little bit and get the progress on his rehab. But I think he thought it was important for um, himself to come and be around the, be around the group and keep building these relationships. And you know, I think uh, we're pretty happy with it. Shows the leadership qualities and I'm that, you know, he wanted to come back and be a part of this, even though he won't, won't take, take part in the on ice stuff too much, if, if at all. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right, thanks. Thanks everyone. Thanks guys. Stay tuned to the Sharks Audio Network and the Sharks Hockey Digest for all the latest news on your San Jose Sharks. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey, signing off. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yend.